630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Stacy is off. Morley and I have had conversations with her on more than one occasion that uh, for a Ched chore, we need yep. to get her out to a wrestling show. Yep, an indie show. A little indie yep. show, a little little, a little uh, Edmonton local wrestling. So uh, I think maybe this one will be the one. And, and she always comes back with, well, I had a picture of The Rock on I my grew- bedroom when I was younger. That's, oh, no, it wasn't The Rock. Like she's she's yeah. 50 now. Yeah. It was, it was, it was okay, Hulk it was, and Macho yeah. Man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> she could stretch and kick. We know it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I don't know. We might do it, but even if, if she doesn't, we probably yes. will. Uh, looking forward to a big show coming up. Uh, in February, it's at Midway Music Hall. It's put on by Top Talent Wrestling. The uh, the guy who's running that show is Justin Larock, and he's joining us in studio. Thanks so much for coming in. Good day. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to being here. You're a pro wrestler. Oh, yeah. Helps if I turn your mic on. <laughs> thanks, Morning. Morning took care of that business. <laughs> well, thanks well, my, for having my, me. My dogs came over and distracted me again, as they've been doing with you uh, all yeah. morning. They've been keeping me company. They've been keeping you company. Good to have you in here. Uh, hey, you're not you're not a, you're not a scary scary wrestling dude. You look like well, apart from the beard, like a normal human being. That's uh, early in the morning. Give me some of the day, and I might spruce myself up here. Uh, tell me about the local wrestling scene now. Who are you? Where did you guys come from? Where did you come from? How did you get involved in this? Oh man, so I mean, my wrestling name is Harlan Abbott. Uh, I've been wrestling since I was 13 years old, so really? it's been 21 years now. Oh. Um, wrestling is just kind of something that uh, I got into as a kid. It uh, was an anxious, and and you know I didn't really like going out very much. I didn't like people very much, and uh, I was able to find wrestling as kind of that that common ground that that got me out of the house mm-hmm. and. and I found my passion with it. Where are you from? I'm from Edmonton here. Okay. Yeah. I got to ask, where does a 13-year-old wrestle? <laughs> you know, there used to be a school uh, way back when that uh, that ran here in Edmonton. And uh, they would do training six or seven days a week. And, uh, you know, I did high school, junior high correspondence. So, you know, uh, some of the teachers always came up and they said, you know, we'll we want to find something for him to do. I used to be a hockey kid and stuff like that. When when hockey kind of faded away, I didn't really have a whole lot to lean into. So it was actually, uh, I think, another parent of, of somebody at the school that said, "Hey, there's there's like a a, a local wrestling organization here. Let's let's see if we can get you set up." And and uh, the rest was kind of history. I started training when I was 13 years old, six days a week. Wow. By the time I was 14, 15, I was uh, traveling all across Canada. I was doing television in uh, in British Columbia and. Manitoba. I was doing pay-per-views and living the dream. Yeah, taking my schoolwork on the road. So, you know, that's that's kind of been my life since. You hear that, kids? <laughs> he took his schoolwork on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always got to get that done, you know. <laughs> but you're living the dream, but it can. It's a tough life. It is. Yeah, it's, but it, there's this is not for the weak of heart. It's not. You know, it takes a, a, a certain caliber of, of person to want to do this. Uh, it takes a certain amount of passion and, and commitment to want to do it. And the thought that you're not likely to get rich doing it. Uh, you not know, everybody's going to be Hulk Hogan or that's whatever. That's very true. Uh, but I am rich in experiences. I get paid <laughs> to travel, you know. Uh, right now, I never thought I'd ever be, you know, other than you, you know, you think the only way to make it in wrestling is to get signed to a big organization, but I'm uh, the perfect candidate for a success story in terms of I don't have a nine to five job. You know, I, I own my own wrestling school. I get to travel. I get to perform. I get to work with different athletes. I get to run That's these events. Good. So, you know, and you never know when it's going to end. So you try to 
maximize it and and get as much time out of it as possible, and right? Where so, where have you wrestled? Give give us uh, oh some man, of the spots you've I've been. wrestled coast to coast in Canada. I've wrestled in the states. I've wrestled in Mexico. I had a chance to do an extended uh, stay working with AAA while I was in Mexico City back in uh, 2013. So, uh, you know, I've, I've had an opportunity to be able to, to kind of see the world where otherwise I don't think I would have been able to, to do that. You know, you get kind of latched into nine to fives and, you know, needing to survive. And yeah. I've been, I've been, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty lucky so far so it's also a tough world because uh, Morty and I think we're both raised on the same kind of wrestling you know, stampede wrestling back in the day is yeah. ring-a-ding-dong dandy thank you for you know, all the rest of that stuff it's a different style today it seems like I guess it depends on the wrestler but the athleticism almost the gymnastic quality and some of the high-risk stuff is mind-boggling and how people are not getting hurt every day I don't know yeah I mean wrestling has always been an extreme athletic sport you know but you're right the evolution of of it over the years has has gone into something completely different you know and the athletics that some of these guys and girls do is is sometimes even beyond me but you either learn to evolve or mm. or you get left behind so you know, or you have to have a character that transcends athleticism. Very true, very true. But you have to be able to live up to, to all aspects of the, the masses of people that, that tune in, you know. So characters will only get you so far, um, you know. So And it's been interesting for me because having started at 13, it was a different industry at that time, you know. So you, you kind of watch it go from an industry that... Uh, you know, that was more character-driven back when I was growing up, mm -hmm. you know, and then you watch it go through the Attitude Era of all these larger-than-life uh, athletes and characters, and now you get into this this style of wrestling that is just completely different, you know? What kind of influence does what, what you, what the fans, what everybody sees on TV with the WWE or AEW, how does that influence your shows? What you have to do? Uh, I mean, it, it is the the major contributor, you know, because uh, WWE, AEW, those are the ones that are kind of they're streamlined to the masses, mm -hmm. right? So we kind of have to feed off of wherever they're at to be able to figure out, okay, well, what's going to draw in the average wrestling fan, or what's going to draw in the average person? Because even when running these events, I don't necessarily always cater to wrestling fans. I try to cater to the average person that wants to go out. Maybe they want to go to the movies, they want to go bowling, they want to go out with their friends, they want to go have drinks, you know, they want to get their kids kick out. out of, oh, we're going to go to wrestling. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tickets, basically. exactly, yeah. right? And I think that that's kind of a, a common thing that gets lost, especially in pro wrestling. It's so uh, short-sighted. You know, we got to get wrestling fans. we gotta, We got to, you know... But the thing is, I'd say like 80% of our audience is, is a new audience. You know, mm. they're all people that have just kind of found us, uh, whether it's through social media or through the radio or through, yeah. you know, uh, a, a news broadcast, right? And they come out and they're like, wow, we've never experienced this before, but yeah. we'll be back. You know, our kids love this, right? And then we get to go, oh, man, this is this is great. You know, how do we keep... How do we keep them coming in the door? Well, and let's dive into that. How do you keep them coming in through the door? We're going to talk about that. I'm going to take a quick little break here. We're going to do a little business. Sounds good. We've got some business to do. You understand that, <laughs> Justin? got a promo or two here. <laughs> yeah, gonna, <laughs> so we'll take care of that. When we come back, we'll talk about that. You have a really special internationally known guest coming up and more about the show. Uh, all as we roll along here on this morning on 630 Chad. Monday morning, we're talking wrestling. Uh, Justin LaRock is uh, leader of Top Talent, CEO of uh, Top Talent Wrestling and an academy. They'll ask to teach it as well. So uh, lots more to talk about. Uh, uh, I've got three areas I need to go. We're going to run out of time. You have, for a show coming up in February, uh, a world-renowned wrestler. Now, I don't know this individual. I haven't seen him. 
but I do know about luchador style. I know that if you are considered one of the best luchadors in the world, you are a show in one person. Who is this person? Yes, it is All Elite Wrestling's Penta El Zero Miedo, uh, also known as Pentagon Jr. formerly. And he is indeed one of the very best and most world-renowned Luchadors. For people who have no idea what this is about, you know, the mask is one thing, but there's yeah. a style of wrestling. There is. So what do you see with somebody like this? Oh, incredible athleticism is the only way to put it. The, the things that luchadors do are unbelievable. Uh, their style in the ring is is next to none. It's a, it's completely different than what we see in here in Canada. It's an aerial show. It really, really is. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a spectacle that you truly have to see to believe. These guys can do incredible things, and they, they start doing it from such a young age. It's, mm. it's in their blood, right? So uh, to be able to get him here and be able to do... Uh, this appearance is really, really exciting, really special for us. When is it and where is it and how do you get tickets? It is Friday, February 9th. takes place at Midway Music Hall. You can get tickets at www.toptalentwrestling.com. Now, how, see, when I first hear of a local company, I think it's all a bunch of local wrestlers, which is fine. But you maybe aren't getting, then you can have a preconceived notion about what quality you're going to be seeing. So you do have some local wrestlers, but you bring a ton of people in from outside, like Penta. Yes, absolutely. So we try to bring in uh, superstars from all over the world, whether they're from television or whether they're big on the indies. You know, we try to uh, reach out and latch on to whoever's kind of big in the world of wrestling. And it's great for our audience, it's great for our talent. Um, you know, and it's different and it's new and it's exciting, right? Because you're right, you know, you see local wrestling and it is primarily local athletes, which is great. You know, that's kind of the driving factor of, of why we do this. And it's the driving factor of why I work with so many local athletes here in Edmonton and, and try to get them ready for shows. Uh, but being able to, you know, provide a platform where you have these these uh, world-renowned athletes is not only better as a consumer and as a ticket buyer, but it's better as an athlete so that you can get experience with these guys and yep. get your name out there, right? So that's something that I've really, really tapped into is I've, I've got a core group of local athletes that, you know, they work really, really hard and they deserve a platform to showcase their, their skills and their talent. And they get to do that next to, you know, some of the, the biggest athletes in the world traveling every single day. I'm not sure how many companies are in Edmonton now, but it, it seems like it was. This is a pretty big town for indie wrestling. I know there's like at least two or three, and you can find a show probably every weekend if you want somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of local wrestling here in Edmonton and in Alberta in general. Wrestling has always had uh, such a, a rich history. I, I still think it's Stampede Wrestling, Klondike exactly. Wrestling, whatever you wanted to call it, in the Hard Family back yeah, in the day, right? Yeah, going all the way back to whether it's Camp uh, Calgary and the the Calgary Pavilion, or even here with the Edmonton. Ag Com, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we've always had a rich history in, in, in wrestling. Edmonton events. Gardens. Edmonton Gardens. My <laughs> brother came back with a with a booklet just to, with pictures of guys covered in blood. For the <laughs> just ridiculous. That was like early 70s. Yeah, yeah. What a time to be alive, man. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that, that's, yeah, there is that rich history. It, there really is. How many people, you have a wrestling academy, you have a school, uh, obviously because there's people who either want to try it, some are going to seriously want to pursue it, but for the most part is it is it people just trying to 
trying to live out a dream to see, well, let's give this a shot. Yeah, you get all sorts of people that kind of roll through. Uh, it, it really is a lot of, some people come in just for the, the physical fitness aspect. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of people that come through and they're like, hey, we want to be able to try something a little bit different. Uh, wrestling looks cool. And the athleticism that goes into it is insane. You know, uh, I don't think we as athletes get enough credit for what we have to do in the ring um, and, and the pre- preparation that we have to take to get you know into it but uh we get people that just kind of want to come in and live out their dreams but we got also get a large amount of people that come in and they see that wrestling is a big thing today and they know that there is an industry in it so Mm -hmm. they want to come in and get an education and get started on the right foot and be able to go out there and travel how do you handle the negative feedback you get? Not so much negative, but ah, it's fake. It's just it's just wrestling. It's fake, right? I know you're jumping off a 12-foot ladder on top of a guy. You can't fake that, right? Yeah. That really happens. Yeah. Predetermined, choreographed, yeah. right, is, is probably the way to go. But how do you handle that? Because imagine you must get that a lot. I mean, we do. The benefit of having an academy is, uh, you know, if Daryl says... Hey, uh, tell me about that fake wrestling. It's say, hey, Daryl, come on down to the Go school. Let's take it show you, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the cool thing. People look at a wrestling ring and they think, oh, you know, this this looks easy. And you know, a lot of the time we do make it look super easy. But you know, you get in there with NFL players, you get in there with NHL players, and you all of a sudden realize, okay, like the training that these athletes go through is extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to be able to do this at a, at a high level at all times. Um, so, you know, it doesn't really bother me all that much in terms of the word fake, but, you know, I, I do wake up a little bit uh, uh, more sore and, and move a little slower early in the morning these days. That's not fake. <laughs> That's not fake, you know. Uh, I think people, I think these days, because it has been sports entertainment, to use that term, yeah. for a long time now, that, that, that endeavor to try and keep it seemingly real, like real anger, real, real emotion, that's been gone for long enough. I think most people recognize, I think anyway, the athleticism. Totally. And recognize it's it's predetermined, yeah. but the athleticism is what they're coming to watch. And the storytelling. Yeah, 100%. Your, our goal is to suspend your belief when you come through the door, you know? Um, and in the process of that, you, you get to witness a story unfold. You get to witness, you know, these emotions play out. These characters kind of come to it's life. It's a comic right? book. 100%. Absolutely, right? 100%. It's a very painful comic book. <laughs> and and, and uh, the idea, you're sitting there and you see a guy climb up to the top rope and you're like, what is he going to do? Yeah. Right? And sometimes you can't believe what he does. Sometimes it doesn't work, whatever the case mm. may be. But it's it's spectacular sometimes. One of my favorite things is actually, you know, being able to, to work in front of people that don't necessarily consume wrestling all the time. Mm. Because you may not be a wrestling fan, but if you go to the movies and you start sitting forward in your seat and you go, oh, man, I'm, I'm really into this movie, you don't realize how immersed you are in that, right? So to be able to, to be out there performing in front of people that don't necessarily bite the idea of wrestling or that you know that's not something they grew up with or anything yeah. like that and all of a sudden they come back to you and they're like wow i can't believe like i can't believe how invested mm-hmm. i was in that i can't believe you know the stuff that you guys were doing yeah. that's probably one of the most rewarding things for for me as an athlete is being able to get in front of people that normally would probably put their nose up to the idea of wrestling and go man i can't believe how in- invested i was and how into it i was yeah. you know if you want to check out this show so the next one is uh, february 9th toptalentwrestling.ca.com.com.com dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also find out details on the wrestling academy and when that actually runs you sure can do that is yeah. it all the time or do you do special so academy runs i host a 3 month program Ooh, so geez. you can go to the website you can take 
on a, a three-month program that we do, and the whole goal there is to be able to get you prepared for live events or, or whatever your goals may be. We want to get you started on the right foot. How much and, a day? Uh, not, not, not the cause. I'm just like, how much How much time? Uh, usually uh, mon- Monday to Wednesdays is, is that program uh, from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Okay. Um, so, you know, you get a, a two and a half, three hours a day Ooh. for a few times a, a week, and then from there, you're, it's all up to your commitment, you know? Get you in shape, man. Yes, whether you want to become a pro wrestler, a manager, a referee, you can hit us up on the website. And Who's your favorite growing up? What wrestler? Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm a good Alberta boy right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> the best there was, the best there is, the best there ever will be. Uh, and also, Justin Lara, great to have you in here. Nice Thanks to meet you. Me. Thanks, Justin. Well, uh, we'll see you on the night. That'll be fun. Looking forward right to on. it.